Just gets me hyped every every time. Good morning, oh, everybody. So much oh, it's so gross. Good morning, outside. Maya. Good morning. Yes, Amy. it's gross outside, but it is it's 95 <laughs> and sunny in here with the spirit of 77. Oh my god. So You're we amped. are so excited I'm today. I'm pretty hyped. I'm not as amped as you are. I am amped. Oh because god. when we started this podcast, when it was just in its infancy, just in my womb, in my brain. Last week. How long week. ago was that? Yeah. That was actually months ago before I pitched it to you. Right. One of my first ideas for a guest uh-huh. was the guest we have here today. Was I really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Our guest so nice. today is Alicia. Yes. Maya can share a little bit of how oh. we got to know Alicia. Our story is But good. she is basically a... Genius. Master, master degree holding library scientist. <laughs> Correct. A mother of three kick-ass humans. Correct. A wife to a pretty cool dude. Correct. Um, and yeah. the woman who runs a pretty awesome side hustle, which we're gonna really kind of dive into later. Kinda Maya, scared. tell us more about how you know Alicia. <laughs> Sometimes when I explain, like you and your husband, I tell them to imagine. Like, think about Pippi Longstockings married to, like, a very gentle Marilyn Manson. Or yes. Or maybe, like... Totally. Or Rick Ocasek. Like, he's yes. more like a Rick Ocasek. Absolutely, Rick. And... <clears throat> I'm not a supermodel. Stop. Listen. <laughs> listen, I'm going to call you Mama, because you that's what people Pippi do when they do their lady friends. Up. They're like, Mama. Listen, Mama. <laughs> Lady friends. Look at Harrison. He's just like really he will bonding let, he, with me. Yeah, don't let him yeah. fool you. He's just looking for food. I oh. usually sit over there and I bring <laughs> treats. So. Oh. so Alicia and I met. Here's what happened. I worked at um, a place called the Urban Bean, um, which was near your apartment. Were you working there when we met? I was. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And it is a, a coffee shop. I don't, oh. I don't know if you can tell by the name. <laughs> yeah. Urban Bean. And uh, our friend, we had a mutual friend named Matt Holmes who played soccer for the Minnesota Thunder, which is the prequel to the United, the United, yes. the Loons. So before they went into the MLS. Yes. yes. No, that they were an MLS team. Oh, but they were what, like Division Four? Okay, you're asking me things above my pay grade. <laughs> In fact, I didn't even know we had a soccer team until some people from California came to visit me. To see a soccer game here, and I was like, oh, yeah, we have a thing. And then there's yeah. like a stadium now. Hot tip though, when Matt was playing professional soccer, he was also working at Caribou Coffee on Correct. Grand Avenue with me, and then that's how I met him. And then I moved on to another coffee shop. And yes. I met Matt at Dunn's because I gave him free coffee, and so it's all coffee related. It everything is coffee related. Ironically enough. So then he there's sadness. You guys both came in and sat at the counter. And you needed a roommate, and I didn't know you, but I knew Matt, and you both came in together, and he mm-hmm. said, hey, do you want to live with Alicia? Yeah. To me, right there. And I said, sure. Sure. Because the rest is history. I know. I had, listen, I was living at home. If 
not that you're 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 the best roommate I ever had, but it's anybody could have walked in on the street and been like, "Do you want to live with me?" I know, and I would have. And you guys lived together for a long time. How what, long did you live together? Three years. Was that nineteen ninety eight or nineteen ninety nine? Because I feel like we had a party in nineteen ninety nine celebrating the millennium. Yes, we I did. was there, and it, it got a little nuts. I brought we'll a salmon. That was we'll, not our fault. We'll talk about. You brought what? A salmon as a party gift that I had caught in Alaska. Okay, that's brilliant. I appreciate that now. Yeah, well, it at the time, I'm sure in I didn't. A while, so. <laughs> to get rid of it and I thought it would be fun well that's I was pretty thinking, genius I was like we went to Alaska when I was 20 uh-huh. and I was a good old 22 21 22 when we were living so that salmon had spent some time in your freeze oh, oh god yeah. <laughs> yeah so Alicia I moved in with Alicia and how did you know I had well moved? I didn't believe that she, so I was freaking out because I needed a roommate and I'd never lived by myself <clears throat> which is something I was thinking about when you guys were talking about how you have all this guilt and shame about your 20s yeah, yeah. and that you felt like you weren't real adults mm-hmm. yeah and I felt like I was living the real adult thing because I had my degree and I was working a full-time job and everything in publishing like you had a real grown, I had a real grown up job yeah but like Maya taught me how to like be a 20 something <laughs> I'm glad I was good for some. You were! Like, I would have been sitting in my house, like, crying by myself, like, going to my job, and it would have been not fun. You did have this swag I love. For getting me out of the house. I convinced you to buy a denim jumpsuit once for your birthday. That was effing genius. It was beautiful. It looked amazing. It looked like it was made for you, and I was like, listen, you're probably going to wear this once, but you really need to buy it. I did wear it once, but do you remember the lady in the thing? In the, where was it? What is that? Heartbreaker? Yes. I got it at Heartbreaker. Oh, yes. J-Lo jumpsuit, and the woman kept saying, lift up your boobs, (laughs) lift up your boobs, and trying to get me to have more cleavage, and I did not understand what she meant. I don't know if they ever were lifted up to like <laughs> where Sounds she like you wanted them. It. She, that was her way of trying to sell it to you. I was like, like 22. Did okay. I really have to lift up my boobs? Probably not. No. I'm no. pretty Look, sure they were right where they needed to be at that point. Exactly. You looked banging. That's just, it was That amazing. was for my birthday. It was a birthday I jumpsuit. I remember. I will never forget Alicia's bedroom in that apartment. It was like a magical wonderland. <laughs> it really was. Truly Truly. Mm-hmm. I, I would cut, sometimes just stand there in the threshold and just stare with wonderment at all the things. I mean, it was just... There's a lot yeah. of red and pink and red, and it was very you. It was like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say True. gauzy, but that didn't Yeah, gauzy. There was a lot of yeah. stuff all over the place. Gauzy, yeah. Gauzy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I knew that you had moved in because you... I came home and there was beer in my fridge, which is really a metaphor yes. for what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm going to be a 20-something now. I feel like I walked down Emerson to that liquor store at the end of Emerson, which was like oh God. not close. How amazing would that be Yeah, now? Well, I mean, that apartment's probably and amazing now. This was now. old yeah. Uptown. This is Uptown oh, in its heyday. I like heyday to talk uptown. about old Uptown versus new Uptown. This was oh. Uptown in its heyday. Yeah. This we were two what blocks. we call old uptown, and it was the bomb. Are people going to be mad if we hate? I'm going to be no. hating on new uptown. Like I can't. I think people who live in new uptown hate up new uptown. <laughs> new uptown. Maybe if they just knew the old one, I guess. Yeah, it's just a different situation, and I think that it's. It's not even gentrification. It's sort of like the condoization of and rooftop patioization mm-hmm. of something that used to be sort of an artist quarter. Yeah. 
and yeah. place where like punk rock was and like independent shops and now it's the Apple store and yeah it was a place where you would go like we started going uptown in high school we would skip go school. up there we could skip school we would go up there and it was a place where you could feel like you were just in another world you damn well knew your parents weren't going to come there right and you and I we I smoked my first cigarette when we skipped school went to Annie's parlor in uptown yep, Annie's parlor we I believe I don't know if I had my own or we shared but then I went immediately <laughs> in the bathroom and threw up because it made me so sick and for some reason I was like and that was love at first sight. <laughs> let me let me have more <laughs> three years after that and wow we were like 16 yeah, 15 uh-huh. something like that I know yeah. I didn't have my license so I don't know how we got there who drove hmm, hmm. Well, there's one more person there and I don't know if it was there was somebody there are you guys going to talk about Elf? Well, Alicia yeah. brought us a gift today. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to change the subject. No. Am I allowed to do that? Of course you can. Just you are. Like, you are. We're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> so, no, I didn't, yeah. mean, I didn't mean to do it like Alicia that. Alicia brought us an amazing Elf doll, and he doesn't talk anymore, but it's the same doll that Amy and I used to annoy the shit out of everybody at a sleepover circa seventh grade, yes, sixth grade. Yes, That we talked about in, I believe, episode one of how we kind of got to know each other. And now here he is sitting right here. He's our talisman. Betwixt the mics. <laughs> it is truly, truly a special day. And Alf is going to be with us for what I hope are many years to come. He's your mascot. So He's you and I best. were living together. You and I were you were living in town. Yep, I was in town. And um, yeah, so you would come I, would, over. I would come over and hang out. And it was like these two were just the perfect roommates they just had a cool thing. And in fact, Again, when you said... Best roommate I've ever had. When you know. said three years, I was like, actually, like, it felt like longer. But I guess it's back four, then when you're four. when you're younger, too, it feels like three years is a long time. A long in time. In your 20s. Yeah. Well, when I moved in with Ev, I cried all the way. To, well, to that's the only reason that yeah. we separated, you and I, yep. is because you moved in with Ev, who is now your husband. Yes. Yeah. It and, needed to happen. I needed to, you know... And I, yeah, I was crying, and then I did the Aww. friends thing. That I have to live with the boy. <laughs> yeah. And then I went through was... a series of, like, bad roommates. And then also Melissa moved in for a summer. Oh, boy. And she would do this thing where Tyler would come over, and she would be like, pretend I'm not here, and she'd be in the living room. In the living room, or she'd be in the dining room on the computer, and they're, they're open to each other. She'd be like, pretend I'm not here, and then we'd be talking, and she'd pretend to open a pretend window and then talk to us and say, like, give us advice on stuff that I think we were trying to sing a song and then close the pretend window. <laughs> it was really funny, actually, though. I thought it was hilarious. Are you going to have her on? Because she's the funniest person yeah, ever. I'm sorry. I'm totally going to have both my sisters on. Oh, yeah. God. Melissa lived with funny. me for a summer because she was like, listen, you can't be alone with my parents. <laughs> she could have. <laughs> yeah. like, you can't. Just come live with me. I don't even think I made her pay rent. Um, but one time I was like, hey, dude, can you clean the bathroom once in a while? And she was like, I don't know how to clean a bathroom. And I was like, sounds about right. Growing like up the in baby our house. Of the family <laughs> and growing up in your house. Yeah, no one cleaned a bathroom in our house. <laughs> yeah, gross. That's the right face you should be making. Orders. Yeah, it's sad. But hey. But come on, Georgie Ann would bring us good presents. Remember the random stuff she would bring us? Remember the hamburger press? <laughs> she got us a hamburger wow. press. I might still have it. It. Please find it. I will. Oh my god! It was gee, it's just a stupid plastic hamburger press, and it's probably the changed your lives greatest kitchen gadget. Did you guys make a lot of hamburgers? I don't remember it. 
No, I do. But Were I you guys think... making a lot of hamburgers? I don't know, but I'm going to give it to you, I think. We because... did, because we had the press. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay, but <laughs> fun fact, our oven didn't work. So anything we were cooking, it didn't work for four years. Yeah. And I wouldn't let Maya call the landlord because I was always afraid that he was going to kick us out. <laughs> oh, that's I'm so like, 20s. I know. It's so stupid. That's Talk like when you're you. driving when you're 20s, you always yeah. think you're going to get pulled over if there's a cop. Yeah. And you're not doing necessarily doing anything wrong. I actually did get pulled over a lot. But anyway, that's a yeah, different well, story for a different day. <laughs> remember your parking ticket situation? Yeah. That was off the chain. Again, we've covered yeah. this. I was a degenerate. So... <laughs> um, but here's the thing about, we just, it was so nice that living together and just having like good talks. And it was like one yeah. of those lady friendships where you're like, don't make me cry on the podcast. Right. Well, <laughs> it wasn't a competition or there wasn't any drama. It was like one of those things where you just, it was nice yeah. to be with someone. And then when it was over, it was sad. So I would just like have fond memories of it. And yeah. that apartment, which by the way, is probably a condo now and probably cost three yeah. or $400,000. Oh yeah. Oh, sure it and it still looks the same. And maybe it has a working stove. But the, yeah, I would hope. The, maybe. The stove you'd have to light every time. And I was like, this is the time I might blow up. Yeah. It and it never heated up. <laughs> it was either hot or freezing. Yeah. yeah. And we had to like walk around in underpants and open up the windows yeah. when it was winter time because it was I remember a thousand. being over there with the winter, sitting by the window in <laughs> yeah. the winter. It was so hot. It was the best because you could just wear no clothes. Yeah. So and that was good for your nightly baths. <laughs> nightly baths. I was thinking about that. Here's the kicker on that one, too. The Do you still take a nightly bath? Every night. The tub, the tub leaks. So the tub would leak into the... Our neighbor downstairs hated us with a fiery passion. <laughs> I was taking my morning bath today. Alicia takes a lot of baths. Oh, I'm a bather. <laughs> We're so okay, opposite. I need to know more about this bathing, but go on. Okay, continue. there's a reason. Well, sort of a reason for it, I think. Um, that's not psychotic, I don't think. Okay. But we would come home from the club because Maya was making me be a 20-something, and we reeked of cigarette smoke. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I, I, would have to, I could not go to sleep no. with that. Like, no, we no, smoked no. sheets. In the apartment, or at least yes, I did. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after a while, we were just like We'd watch Felicity. Oh! <laughs> and smoke in the I apartment. I just rewatched that. It holds up. It's good. I mean... Such a good show. Simon Rex? Come on. Remember when the episode where they went... The Gilmore Girls episode where they went to... Um, the Bengals concert yes. got cut off on our on our VHS recording yes. that I had set up, and I was super pissed. Yes. Yeah. Of course you guys had the VCR programmed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For Gilmore, mm-hmm. for Felicity, for all those things that... I mean, I feel like I for a while, when Tyler and I first moved to our, our other house, our first house, I was recording Lost every week on a VHS. Okay, VHS. so time out for <laughs> anyone them. that's younger that's listening to us. <laughs> Back in the day, we had something called a VCR. It was a giant heavy box that you'd put a big other smaller plastic box in. We still have one. That had said movie in it. So, if you, though, wanted to actually have a life and you didn't want to miss your primetime programming, you either had to be smart. You had to be smart to program the VCR. Programming the VCR... It took a college degree. It took a college degree. <laughs> it was, once you got the hang of it, it wasn't bad. But here's the kicker. P- 
please, you do not want the power to go off. <laughs> the power oh. goes off, you start over from square one. Because the, the you have timer, to set the, the clock. Time, the you clock have to set the set. clock. You have to do all this. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we'd have these tapes and we'd have our shows. And then, you know, it was like before DVR, before everything else. So that's what they're talking about Tape. when they're saying programming the VCR. <laughs> So we go on to the... I love that you call it the club. The club. <laughs> we didn't call it the club ever. No, but I think I went out every night of the week. So I'd go... <clears throat> you didn't go out every night of the week because you had you a real job. You went out a lot. I went out a lot because um, I worked at a coffee shop. So And you also had no problem going to shows by yourself. No. So mm -hmm. I would that go... That was pretty early on in like our 20s. Even in high school, where well, you, I remember when you went to see the Lemonheads. I went to see the Lemonheads by myself at First Avenue. Yeah. That was my first First Avenue concert. And I, first of all, did not have tickets. I did not know where First Avenue was, oh but I God. went downtown and I was like, it's got to be on First Avenue somewhere. Good thinking. <laughs> and then I just drove down First Avenue until I found it. And then I paid and changed. It was $7. It was 7 or $8. I can't remember. And, um, little Maya <laughs> of city. And I lied to my parents. I told them I was like, yeah, cause they weren't, gonna, they weren't going to let me go. I just always had to lie. They never gave it to us, let us do anything. Listen, I was an independent soul and it you was really because were. I raised myself. Like yeah. I was already used to doing stuff and going places by myself. And then one day they were like, no, we're going to tell you what to do and where to go. And I was like, too late for that friend. Yeah. So I... Told them, oh, I already, I had a friend who already had tickets and that it mm -hmm. was going to be a big upsetting deal for everyone and they were ruining everything and they were like, fine, go. Mm -hmm. So I drove downtown, went to the show, mm -hmm. came home, Good and God. so I'd go to shows like... I wouldn't do that now. I'm such a baby when yeah, it comes I to driving. Every, every, all the time. Yeah, I went to see Liz Fair. Again, I paid and change. Um, and I feel like I saw some people from school and I was like, hold on, I've got a thousand dimes. <laughs> Give it a second here. A thousand dimes. Um, I saw soul coughing there. Yeah. I saw... You went to every good show. Like, you just were like... What a rotation. So it was 7th Street Entry, the main room, both of 1st Avenue. The 400 bar, which is... Yes. We went to a lot. That's where I met my husband. That's where you met your husband. Now... May it rest in That's peace. where you met my husband for me. Well, I would love I would love to take credit for this, but you, you can't... You should. <laughs> you should, once again. I can't 20-something. So, yeah. we go to the 400 bar so much that the bouncer and the bartender knew me. They, like... were like, hot. Like, I worked there. They were like, hey, how's it going today? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Asked me about things in my life. And I'm like, I might be coming here too much. Um... And then there's a couple other venues around town that I would go to, but we'd go like, would we, would we go dancing? I feel like we did. Oh, we go, I do not dance in public. No, that was not me. Because <laughs> we used to go to Sunday night dance party every yeah. week. Yeah. But that was. Bless, bless you, Harrison. Dog bless you over there. <laughs> oh. Bless you, Harrison. He's a sneezy man. Poor buddy. So get a cold. <laughs> we should, you should tell us, say how you met your husband, because I know I was there, but. Okay, well, I was not having a, a lot of luck in the man department. I mean, you were digging some rock stars and some normies, or was it just completely... <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It was dark. <laughs> it's really dark. I had a long-distance relationship. Remember? Oh, yeah, Remember? Right. And, yeah. Are we allowed to talk about any parts of that? Sure. Like how we call the... There was a woman who was a girlfriend at the time of the ex... Uh -huh. Yeah, I'll he listen. was dating her, I think. And we called her bitch face. What did you? It was a bitch face. Yes. <laughs> and you would. I mean, you would make 
fun of me, but you were just like, you need to get over this. Yeah. Because enough it's, is enough. It's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And also geography. And well, also, as long distance relationships like uh, used to be also quite different. Again, yes. think of a long distance relationship minus a cell phone, minus Skype, minus everything. Yes. But I don't want to say that we were... Whore face. I think whore, it was whore yeah. face. <laughs> like, it's not bitch face. It's definitely you whore have, face. You have a better memory than I do. But I want to say if we were referring to her that not in like a malicious way or we wanted to wish her ill I don't think I even knew her. No, we, it was yeah. just like a way to manifest these feelings about mm-hmm. someone not caring about you anymore and then putting that love in someone else. So right. it feels good to call that person whore For face. Sure. It still feels good to say it. I know. Whore face. It sounds, whore it face feels, is good. Yeah. I haven't heard that in years. Face. Like, I don't know if I've ever bitch actually face. Poor face. Now, kids. <laughs> what are we talking about? Let's help you. How oh, you hi, Ev. Um, so you're going through a dark time. Right. So um, I had emailed Mark Mallman because he knew Evan. Well, I knew Evan because Maya would make me go to the shows. And I mean, I knew of him. He was in a band called 12 Rods. Yes. And he was also, we had friends who were in a band called Love Cars, and I feel like there was intersection. Yeah. Yes. So. There was intersection. And so there were times where it's kind of metaphysical, where I would see Ev out at the 12 Rods shows, and I'd be like, oh, he just looks like such a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. I would like to be with someone like him. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's tall and lanky and weird. Very pale. Very pale. And black clothing always. Yes, and he had long black hair at the time. He still only wears black clothing, correct? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I say that yes. sitting here, and completely, I'm wearing all black clothing. I'm morphing into it. Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, he was on to something. Yes. So you've got a picture of... So I loved him, and... <laughs> From afar. From afar. Uh-huh. And then I emailed Mark Mallman, and I said, this is what I said, and he knows this. Mm-hmm. I said, is Ev gay or what? Because I just want to know what I'm dealing with. Right. You know? You need to know. It's important. Yes. I guess that never even occurred to me, but go on. Well, I never saw him with a woman. Okay, that makes sense. I saw him with a lot of dudes. Sure. You know? Yeah. He said, no, he's not. And he's super cool. And he has a house. Whoa. And a car. Oh, and, wow. And you come to my show on Friday, Saturday. I'm guessing it was a weekend because yeah. you went. Well... That's part of the story. <laughs> and I'll introduce you. So it's October. And was it snowing? Probably. It was a yeah. really, uh, it was probably pretty cold, probably pretty snowy. I just I remember feel like it was snowing. I was taking the bus a lot and it was always cold and snowing and not convenient. Don't you feel like when we lived in Uptown, when we had one parking spot in the back, yeah. lived mm. on a one-way, that it snowed all the time? I don't know how we did that, but anyway. Anyway, so Maya and I were sitting around the apartment, and we had quite a bit of wine, as I recall. And I don't remember exactly, but sounds about right. Exactly. <laughs> and long story short, the landlord came in to bleed the radiators, which I think is what they call it, oh so gosh. we could sit in our 90-degree apartment for yeah. the winter time to turn them on because it was <laughs> snowing. And he made fun of us because we were. I was sitting there hemming and hawing. I'm not going to go. You know, it's yeah. going to be bad. He's going to be a jerk. What's the point? Where was you the know? show? Do you remember? 400 bar. Okay. Bar. Perfect. And so the landlord came in and made fun of us because we were home. 
There and we go. were like, this is ridiculous. We're going to go. He's a middle-aged man, by the way. I don't know who he was making fun of. I want to know where he is. Ted? Now. Ted Schmitz, where are you? <laughs> Ted Schmitz. Send us a message. The odds of Ted Schmitz yeah. listening to this are zero to zero. Like, there's, it's not going to happen. Because I want to know if he sold the building. I want to know so many adult things about it. I, so we went to the 400 bar, and I freaked out, and I wouldn't talk to Ev, and I was scared, and I was a real loser about the whole thing and then Maya I was like what's the big deal let's just go over and talk to him yeah sounds like you I was like well I'm just gonna go over and talk to him a lot of Maya and I in our friendship was enough is enough just (laughs) yes just just stop it yes I'm great here's the things that I'm good at getting people to quit stuff (laughs) yes yep yeah. And just saying, but you're the, right. What's the worst thing yeah. can happen? Let's just do this. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Is your arm is your arm falling off? Are you dead? <laughs> no. Yep. Are you unhappy? Yes. yes. So stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're making me feel real good about myself. Like Aww. I've had a positive impact on someone. Well, you did. I mean, Ex- you could tell this story a different way. It's like my roommate was making me go out drinking every night. <laughs> I needed, I needed it. I, yeah, I needed to be a person. person. Drink, drinking is making me a person. That's we had a great time. That's not what I mean, audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did have a lot. Like, it was getting over the hump of, I think sometimes, here's how I felt. I didn't know how great I was. And so I would just let people treat me in a certain way because I thought that mm-hmm. I deserved that. And mm-hmm. then looking yeah. back on it, it's like, oh... I was great. I am mm-hmm. great. And I don't need to do that anymore. So, like, just claiming, like, what you deserve. And it makes you give yeah. when someone else gives you permission, it makes it easier. Exactly. So, go on. You're at, you're at the 400 bar. So, you went up to Evan and said, hey, I like your band. <laughs> <laughs> Real crack opener there. Oh, God. And then you introduced me to Well, Ev. I didn't have a dog in the game. I was like, yeah, you know. Enough is enough. Do- well, Ev wasn't really, like, my type. And so yeah. I... He seemed like a nice guy. He didn't make me nervous. Yeah, you weren't intimidated. Right. He was mm-hmm. like, whatever. Right. Yeah. And you then- wanted to get on with this. <laughs> you wanted to get going. You were at the 400 bar <laughs> at the Mark Mallman show. No, I did want to help you because it's hard to get, like... Going up to someone. This is something people don't do anymore, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's just like see you don't a have str- to stranger in public and go right. up and be like, "Hi, I like your band," or yeah. "Hi, I'm so and so." Blah. So it's, I was like wingman in and up. Oh and yeah, yes. best wingman ever. And then totally. you can just you just sidled up and you were like, and I said, mm. "This is my friend Alicia." Blah blah. And then mm. I think I like evaporated. You did, yeah. You like sunk into the shadows. It's Actually, called the serve and evaporate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So you remember in the back of the 400 bar, there was one random table. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What the hell? I'm still confused. It doesn't make any sense. One random table with two chairs. Yes. It, like, and we sat there. It's something wow. you'd see in a movie and you'd be like, why is there only one table in that Exactly. Place? Yeah. It was so random. That's so romantic that you sat we at like get one that. table. I oh. know. Can you? I feel like they, didn't they just shut that place down? Yeah, they I shut wonder it if they down. still have the table there. It could be just sitting in there. I so want it to be sitting there. What if there? it's the only thing left in there? Well, is it? And there's one single spotlight on it. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> I don't know why that song All popped All my 90s dreams are just kind of going on a loop. 
So how did you leave it then? You met at this. You met your future husband. He's like an amazing '90s rock star at yeah. this table. And then we talked all night, mm. and he told me he had a cat, which, you know, <laughs> sealed the deal. <laughs> and this is the best part. So then after that, we went to Little T's. Oh. Little Tijuana is, is an amazing um, Mexican restaurant, and by amazing, I mean it's just, it's open 24-7. It's open. I bounced yeah. to check there once. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I did many times. And they called my ass. <laughs> this is Little T's. They're like, so... Are you gonna come and pay for your whatever? Jeez. And I was like, oh, oh what do you mean? I did. They're like, your check bounced. <laughs> and you need to come here today and pay us. That's awesome. Okay. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Now, that's another thing, too, is like, oh we were just writing checks to pay for things. Yeah, it was like, just paper. All the time. All the time. I have this leopard. Fur coat yeah. that I bought mm-hmm. with a bad check in college. <laughs> sure. And I still have it, and it's the best thing I ever did. Because I'm it's sorry. Not, it's not real leopard, everyone. So no, that simmered down now. Yeah. <laughs> Simmer down. We don't want your pitchforks. Get off our backs, PETA. Yeah. I don't think I have any real fur in my house because my cats would pee on it. Sure. So, of yeah. course. Um, I've got this dog. But yeah, that's he's about living. It. He's, he's alive. alive. He's alive. Yeah. <laughs> he's alive. So then you fell in love and the rest is history. You out of the apartment, which made me very sad, but I was very happy for you. We didn't get married forever because my husband is very cautious. And uh-huh. I think he was waiting for me to like, you know, have a meth addiction or something. Like I look back and like, what were you waiting for? Like the other, the other shoe to drop. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for something. Well, you're such a like consistent I know. person. I'm not that surprising. Yeah. Even now, like, come on. Like, even if you did have a meth habit, it would just, the house would be sparkling clean. And exactly. Like, it would be like all the yeah. positive things And then things you would go get help, yeah. and you'd be better. Totally. Yeah. My mom would yeah. have an intervention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. She'd be like, enough is enough. Yeah. With and you'd your be like, okay, you're right. <laughs> and then it would be all done. <laughs> so you didn't have a meth addiction, and you're no. like an awesome person, and he married you, finally. Finally. You married him. After four years or whatever it was. <laughs> four yeah. years? Oh, we were like 10 years before we got married. I was going to say, that's well, not so bad. Well, your story's a bit different. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You got married under the turkey. We did. Under the world's largest turkey. But we loved your wedding. It was so charming in your tiny town of Bird Island. Yeah. Wait, what? I can't... T- okay, Mom, I'm sorry, but I have weird feelings about my wedding. Why? It was okay. It, it was- wasn't... A, I didn't want a big wedding. It was, like, very romantic and traditional in this, like, cute church. Look at your face. You're, like... Okay, so... It was in a courthouse. See, that... Because I have religious problems. <laughs> Why did it seem like a church to me, then? It was, like, maybe because, because it's an it was so old building. Yeah, it was super... Yeah, it was super old. Probably isn't everything in Bird Island super old buildings? Well, yeah, the good ones. I mean, they're tearing a lot of stuff down. I remember oh, when yeah. Maya told me you were from Bird Island. Maya's, like... she. I'm, like, where's Alicia? She went home. <laughs> She's from a place. Guess what it's called, Amy? Bird Island. I was like, no way. And it's not an island. It's a floodplain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's, That's where amazing. the birdies landed there. So mis- Midwestern. So, yeah. Such a charming island. name, though. And like, oh. Yeah. Isn't it just wonderful sounding? No, it's a cute little town. Name of your high school. 
Bold. And why was it called Bold? Bird Island, Olivia Lake Lillian District. <laughs> they, had to, they had to smash a bunch of towns together to get one high school. Yeah. Every time I see the school closures and Bold comes up, I think of you. Bold. Um, yeah. And just... now look at you, city girl. Yeah, so <laughs> right. I kind of want to get to the point of how you... So we hear a lot about side hustle. Like, that's a thing these days. People, yes. I think particularly with women, so... I'm a success story. You are. And, like, <clears throat> I think it's a really <laughs> cool thing that we can say that, like, you can kind of go any which way, but you can actually, you truly can turn what you're passionate about, what you're good at... It's true. ...into an actual legitimate business. So I want to hear more about your side hustle, which... Is actually, I called it your adjacent job. Yeah, it's truly it's like, become more than that. Mm-hmm. But tell us how, like, what you do, and tell us how you kind of, how did that come about into like an actual business? Okay, so I feel like I, I always want to give credit where credit is due, and so a friend of mine. So okay, I'll go back a little bit. So I was super into the Blythe doll phenomenon yes. in the early two thousands, which terrified me. They terrify everyone. My poor son. So I have them all in my Etsy room. So I yeah. do Etsy. Yeah. And my so tell po- us your Etsy site. Lishi Lou Vintage. I think it's, is it Lishi? See, I don't even know. I'm yeah, a terrible Lishi site. Is it Lishi Lou Vintage or is it yes. just Lishi Lou.etsy? We'll put up a link on the, um, I'm looking. On the page for dun, this episode. Dun, dun. <laughs> you have the theme song stuck in your head. Dun, I do. Na, na, na. So Lishi Lou. Lishi Lou. Lishi Lou. Yes. So, a friend of mine who had a site at the time called Freckle Wonder. Okay. She doesn't have that anymore, unfortunately. She was doing what I'm doing now. So, really, I, I, you know, was not my idea. Mm-hmm. But she had a little boy, and she would always dress him in vintage clothing. And I thought, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Courtney Love... before, tell me when in, this, when in your life was that? This was early 2000s. So, so I was... It, you were married? Yeah. yeah. No I kids? Newly married, no kids. Okay. In my Were you still working in publishing? Yes. Okay. And I was like, okay, she's living the dream because she's a stay-at-home mom. She's doing this freckle wonder thing. Your friend. My friend, yeah. She's got this little boy she's dressing him. Oh, I was going to say, Courtney Love dressed Francis Bean in vintage, so I feel like she was the original. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's move forward to 2004, where I decide that I'm going to quit my job okay. and stay at home with my son, which was really difficult. How was it? How really was difficult to make. Son? He was, he was a, about a year okay. when I decided to do the Etsy thing. So tell me when you say it was a really difficult, difficult decision to leave your job. Yes. For lots of reasons? For a lot. Well, my company got bought out while I was on maternity leave. Okay. And I, and then my daycare fell apart. I had a terrible traumatic birth with him. Yeah. And so basically everything just went to shit when okay. I was on maternity leave. And I'm like, I'm going to start over, which yeah. sounds easy and it is not at no. all. Because a lot of those decisions were not my own. Yeah. And if I, in hindsight being 2020, I would have stayed at that job. And I would have been like, no, you're going to keep me here and I'm going to work part time or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was. Yeah. But I wasn't right in that framework at the time. I was like, ah. 
So we moved into a new house the year after I had Truman. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to sell vintage kids stuff online because that's what I I like thrifting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like finding all this stuff. Professional thrift, like on just by nature. You had always yes. been thrifting. Since You'd I always was a been kid. into it. You'd always enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then your friend was doing something kind of yeah. parallel, and you just kind of saw that that could be something. Exactly. So you're home. You're on. You're now unemployed, staying home with your little one, and you're like, hey. Mm-hmm. And it's very strange not to make your own money. Yes, it is. Like. Depending on someone else for that. It takes a long time. What was Ev doing? He, at the time, he was kind of transitioning from the recording studio. Yeah, so he had a recording studio. He had a recording studio, and then he started um, making his own software. And so they parlayed that into a business. Okay. Mm -hmm. Parlay. I do have a cigarette pack that you gave me that was from Dave Perner from the studio. I have it in my scrapbook. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. I think it's Parliament's. Like, I wrote a note. It's like... Oh, my God. Dave Perner's cigarette pack from... What was the name of his studio? Integral. Integral Studios. Yeah. And then the date. Oh, my gosh. You could do a little uh, shadow box. <laughs> do you know Winona Ryder called Ev at that studio? What? Yeah. Like, his wet dream. He talked to Winona Ryder. <laughs> and what was she like? Hello. He was Winona. Well, of course, how he describes it. She was so nice and yeah. so sweet and just demure and... She was like, is Dave there? Yeah. Where the fuck is Dave? No. <laughs> oh, that's no, good. I'm, sh- I'm sure she was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, do you want to give a little shout out or plug to your husband's company now? And what he, or no? Okay. So we'll yeah. skip that and yeah. let's move on with. That's a whole other story. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> so you. You start your. So you decide you're going to start. Yeah. So I decided I was going to do this and then it just. Well, and then again, I should give credit where credit is due. Two other friends of mine that I met on the internet through the Blythe scene Mm -hmm. started a website called Modern Kiddo. Cute. Mm -hmm. Which is, you can still find. They're not doing it anymore, which they should. Mm -hmm. But they have, you know, real jobs and things. Yeah. And so they featured my shop a lot Mm. on that website. And that's really when it started rolling in so what's the process like do you go do you have like a set schedule? like i go thrifting this day i do blah blah like take me through your schedule and tell us though your specialty like you're focusing on children's items Mm -hmm. and toys yeah and books and books so that's that's kind of your wheelhouse yes okay i have no desire to go into adult stuff adult fashion like it just to me that is too too much work. Yeah, and that and it's great because right now everybody else feels the same way about children's. They're like, oh, it's a pain in the butt. Doesn't make a lot of money. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. So when you say children's vintage, like, what yeah. are the eras you're looking for? Nineteen hundreds through. I mean, it's ridiculous because right now, basically, nineties. Yeah. 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 So nineties are hot right now. So tell us, Very like, much. yeah, your week. How much time would you say you spend out? thrifting in stores i like to thrift like three times a week okay and then sometimes people just call me and be like hey i have all my kids stuff or my stuff or my grandmother's stuff or you know whoever Mm. in my basement do you want to buy it yes i do so that happens sometimes cool and then i don't have to go thrifting which is 
cool. How much would you pay for that uh, sad old turtleneck sweater that I'm wearing? Oh, that? you know I admired that thing. <laughs> There's I'm a like, picture of me. I think I'm maybe two or three years old on the refrigerator, and you're like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And it's this diarrhea-colored, like, turtleneck. Mustard. Mustard. Yep. And then that embroidery, I feel like my mom actually did that. Like, that was an add-on later. I can see that. Okay, I, this is the <laughs> kicker, is that I feel like that's vintage Carter's, and I would say it's a hand-me-down <laughs> you from go. your sister. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, that's, so it's 70s. That's Remus. Like early 70s, yeah. if yeah. it's yeah. Remus. Or even, yeah. 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 Yeah, that shit's old, and I was yeah. I was old when I was wearing it. It's such a weird thing to be an expert in, like that. No, 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 like no one cares. Yeah, you know. I'm trying to think if we have anything else that's like old around. I here have a bell bottom little romper of my own that was maroon with like ruffles. Give it to me now. I, oh, I don't have it with me. I forgot but... those coats. Oh yeah, well... for your little niece that are not vintage. Okay, so you spend three days a week thrifting. Yeah. Once you have the stuff, now what? Then I have to wash it because you don't want to have like people's old funk ickiness. Do you have any? Do you have any tips for like? (laughs) I have so many stain removal tips. It's tell me about. So you know how when you have (laughs) sheets and they're like, they just start to smell bad, but they're not that old. Do you have any like tips or tricks for that type of situation? OxyClean for everything. So OxyClean is your biggest thing, and vinegar. Okay, cool. Okay, so you wash it, you get it all ready, and then do you yeah. have like a cataloging system of your... I don't, which makes people crazy when I say that. They're like, how okay. do you not do inventory? I'm like, I don't know, it's on the thing. But you have a room and you can just hang stuff up Yeah, there. I hang things in rainbow order. Yeah. Like, that's my system. That yeah. makes sense. Rainbow. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. It works. It really does. Yeah, because you're like, oh, where's that uh, blue pair of cherry cloth pants I was looking for in the blue section? Exactly. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Yes. I might rainbow. I, I might have to do it also by like these are the pants, these are the shirts. But I digress. I'm imagining myself doing your job. It's, it's a kind thing. of a good idea. At this point, it's, there's like 800 things though, so I'd have to really start over. So but once you've washed them, in the is that now. the point where you actually are taking a picture, putting them up on your Etsy? I no. have to steam everything. Steam everything. To make it look great. Yeah. And I am not the greatest picture taker. That's the thing. Like, people are, like, obsessive about it. I take thing- pictures with my iPhone. Yeah. I always have. That shit has a good camera on it. It's and not bad. Listen, you can you shoot know? 4K footage with the iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. good stuff. But there are crazies out there that make... All, like, all of their pictures are in a white background. Yeah. That's never going to happen well, in Well, and world. also, it's a little bit different because you're not... You're actually selling a product that people want, right? And people can see it good exactly. enough. It's not like... You're not trying to convince someone that they need to have that necessarily. It sounds like your market is really people that are looking for vintage children's clothing. Exactly. So yes. that's kind of cool for you because you can really just showcase the item, make sure that it looks good, make sure that it looks, you know, like it's in good condition, mm-hmm. and then someone's going to want it. I have two questions Yum. about buyers. Oh, God. Okay. You, so tell me where you sell the most clothes. Is it America or international? I would say it's a tie between here and China. And what is this big boom in Asia for vintage children's clothing? I don't know. I want to go there because I want to know what the deal is. Because you get a lot of orders from overseas, I feel like. I do. Yeah. 
And that's a lot of like rigmarole with customs and blah, blah, blah. Do you do all that on the same day or do you just kind of like clump all the orders together and you just like whip them out? Uh, yes. I just have to do it. I mean, I have we should to do mention in order. that Alicia also has three children, really yeah. busy ages, elementary and your oldest is in middle. Mm-hmm. So those are super busy ages. Um, so obviously you're kind of doing a little, doing your mom parenting, mm-hmm. household stuff, kind of running around. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it used to be when the when Ev would come home. Now he works from home four days a week. Oh, that's nice. It's really great. Yeah. So he would come home at like five, whatever, mm-hmm. and I would be like, "Okay, take the kids. I'm gonna go take pictures." <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it would be yeah. It, like if they napped, I would iron. Right. You know, and the, and I would go thrifting with them. Like not course, having kids yeah. going thrifting with me right now is glorious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do not miss you, mm-hmm. little children. I do yeah, have your daughter's hard. outfits sometimes. Like sometimes I will just there's times you posted outfits that she's like put herself in. This is maybe when Tova was younger, mm-hmm. and. Because it's funny when kids pick their own clothes and they're very, like, serious about it. Yes. It's not rando. It's so and cute. she... Yeah. Let me tell you. This girl's a star. Amazing. I... Some of her outfits, I just be like, look at my friend's kid. Yeah. Speaking of China, was it China that you said is your... Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was like, you know, you and I have talked about the market for commercial advertising and modeling. Yes. For her look here isn't... Nothing. Necessarily, like, the desired look that marketers are wanting right now Hmm. but as you were talking i was just like however Mm -hmm. if you guys want to go to china i know i mean then you know yeah but anyway i digress so is it because she's so white yeah it's like the blonde and blue eyed and and everybody's like we want ethnically like ethnically Mm -hmm. ambiguous yeah that's exactly true Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that's exactly true um so you're shipping overseas, you're selling like crazy. When did you see, like you started your business, vintage, when did you see like it take off or when did it sort of get like, you're like, oh, this is kind of a... The last two years, now that all three are in school, mm-hmm. that was when it took off. Mm-hmm. And so it really proves that, you know, I'm home more yeah. mm-hmm. with my own time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it actually paid off. And I found that kind of fascinating. Yeah. Like, Like, is that a correlation? Like, you just have... It must be. Yeah. I think also, if you think about it, yeah, you can just get more done and you can stay on track. You know, kids, they can just derail you. Exactly. You could be on track doing something in the zone (laughs) and then somebody has a blowout and that's it. (laughs) Yep. You're done. You got to stop everything. Is it Mm -hmm. from their butt? Yeah. (laughs) A butt blow up. A butt blow up. Yeah. A butt blow up. You remember when you told me about your sister and you're like, she's going to be changing diapers for whatever it was. Oh, how you, many years? You know how many years she actually did change diapers? How, how many was it? Uh, she, there was one day where she, I came over to her house. This is my older sister. She has three kids. They're all almost adults. Like the last one's 16. Um, I came over to her house and she goes... I changed my last diaper today. Oh, my goes, God. Oh. I've been changing diapers for 10 yeah. years. That's what it had to have been for us, yeah. too. 10 years. And I was like, what? That is yeah. so long. Yeah. There are times where I go into the Target now, and I'm like, I don't have to buy diapers. Mm-hmm. I don't have to buy formula. Mm-hmm. I don't have to buy... Like, I just bypass the baby section. Yeah. In 
joy. Do you just go pew, pew, pew? I really kind of do in yeah. my heart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say I loved, ba- I did not love the baby stage. I didn't yeah. love it. Some people do and some people don't. I didn't love it. Back to vintage. Yes. I want to know all about this. <laughs> Tell me about the movies. <laughs> Movie people call you. Oh, so I had a couple movie things. Uh-huh. How does that work? Um, but mostly it's from Etsy. Okay. So, so they message you. I, like, Hello, yeah. I'm making a movie. Yeah, and I don't really know how it works. Like I, because I've heard like you should just keep your mouth shut because if you, you know, you go around telling people like I don't know, I don't know if I'm supposed to keep my mouth shut. I mean, I think at this point I can tell you that I have at least what was it four or five things in the new Stranger Things, mm-hmm. Ooh. which I've seen. Pre- That's so exciting. The previews because they have. Like, a, there's a mall involved. Ooh. And then I think there's, like, a 4th of July parade. So God only knows. So you saw your items on screen I have yet? not seen it on screen. Okay. God only knows where that they're going to be. That is going to be really a cool feeling. I had a, a sweater in Pose, that that series. I saw... Who's uh, that guy that does all the murder, the, my wonderful American horror stories? Who's that guy? I can't remember his oh. name, but I did see just... I saw a trailer for Pose, and I was like, what is this? There's a lot of voguing going on. Yes. It was an 80s. I did have some adult stuff. Like, if I get stuff that's really super genius, I'm like, all right, I'm going to put it on there. Uh-huh. So it was a sweater, like a super 80s sweater. Do they just email you and they're like, hey, I'm doing a production. I'm looking for... Ryan Murphy, are you talking about? Ryan Murphy. Yes. yes. Um, Love him. They're looking for... I'm doing a movie and it's set in the 80s and I'm looking for blah, blah, blah. Sometimes they do that. It's rare. Mm-hmm. But I act like I've had so many. I haven't. Um, <laughs> But most of the time, it's just like I send it to the costume department. Okay. So that's how I can like deduce. Yes. And then you can Google the people that are right. Um, Who buying are like, So they yeah, don't yeah. say what they're doing. Sometimes you, they don't. And but they're just buying a lot of things, and then you get a feeling. Yeah. Get or a mailing it to like Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or something like like that. the studio. Like, it's okay. Usually Canada or um, Georgia. Georgia is mm. like huge for yeah. for movie for making. Hollywood productions. Yeah. 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 And TV shows like. Um, the Walking Dead is shot there, and a lot of Stranger Things was. Yeah, Atlanta's shot there. Oh well, yeah, like, and Tyler Perry has his own total production, total everything in Atlanta, in Georgia, where he has his own sets. He has everything. He's like a one man. I know their theme song, Dynamo. Made in Georgia. That's a real thing. Good job. Mike. Look it up. Um, and that I don't nice. want to get into the Georgia thing right now, but shame on you, Georgia. Shame on you. Oh, yeah. Okay. I actually want, I have a question. So this has to do with what you're talking about, but it seems to me in viewing you from afar via social media, <laughs> which I enjoy. <laughs> Amy's stalking you. <laughs> yeah. It seems to me that over the years you have been a person that's been able to kind of keep the, the essence of yourself through... Yes. Through being a very independent woman, getting married, having children, quitting your job, which was a big deal, and now doing this business. Mm -hmm. Do you think, do you have any advice for anyone that's feeling a little lost in the whole like motherhood cocoon or they're feeling like they're losing some of what they're themselves? Do you have any advice or any, anything to speak to that? How you've done that? I feel like I do and I don't because a lot of it had to do with my husband because he, well, and I grew up with a mother who went back to school Mm -hmm. when I was in elementary school. 
I mean, she got she got her BA and then she went and got her social work degree. Okay. So my dad was the kind of dad where he had to pick up the slack. Peeps. Right. Peeps. Because he she was working full time and then she was going to school. And she was like, Enough is enough. Like Maya, enough is enough. You guys are gonna <laughs> clean the house. You're gonna I love, make food. I love your mom. Yeah, oh, my mom's kick ass. She's amazing. Yeah. You're gonna go grocery shopping, like I'm not gonna do all this stuff for you. Mm-hmm. And so that is how our marriage is got it mine and f's and and which was scary for me because i was going down this very traditional thing and i'm like right and some of it just becomes convenience like i'm home so i'll clean the bathroom right you know what i mean well and you say the words working from home and it truly is it is you're working at like i really really try to avoid and i i will stop myself if i say Oh, and you don't work to someone. Oh, I'll say, you know, definitely you don't work outside of the home because it is, as you know, mm-hmm. if you've got kids and you're taking care of the house, that is an over a full-time job. Mm-hmm. So, but I think in that process, you can really lose yourself or you can yeah. feel not fulfilled. And I don't think it's popular to say like, Hey, I kind of not... hate this. Yeah. Like it's... I'm a stay at home mom. And many people would say, I mean, I'm not, I'm saying that when you're in that situation, a lot of people maybe think that's like the dream, like, oh, you don't have to work. Ugh. And the thing is, is <laughs> that's truly like, yeah. that's truly not for everyone. Mm-hmm. But if somebody comes to school drop off and is like, oh, how was oh, your no. day? And you're like, well, I freaking hate being a stay at home mom, but I'm good. How was yours? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not popular. So yeah. I think... It's interesting that you brought up your background. So it really kind of maybe for you came from seeing that as an example and then also finding a partner that yes. was truly your partner. I mean, right. Eva is truly your partner. Because if I was a single mom, I wouldn't be able to give that kind of advice. You right. Know? Exactly. That would be like triple hustle. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So it, it really was like, this isn't, and he, Ev was cool with this. I wasn't right, I didn't right, have to right. like sell this real hard, but it, but he, he grew up in a very traditional thing. So mm-hmm. it was a little foreign to him. Right. Like, no, you know, I, I need to get out. I need my sanity. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and, and that, that's what I liked to do. Yeah. I liked, you know, to, I didn't want to go out and party. I wanted to like go thrifting. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good thing you got that out of your system. Thanks to Maya. <laughs> Thanks well, to Maya, or you could be at the bar right now. We could do a drinking. Whole, exactly, a whole podcast on how I sucked at partying and how, yeah. That's, yeah. I take that back, lady. I saw you that New Year's Eve party. But P.S., you left at like... I did leave. You went at like yeah. midnight to Little Tijuana's. Yeah. Uh, you you did just fine. There's some party beautiful pants. photos of me. <laughs> God. Here's the thing. Tees. It was before people, everybody had a camera on their cell phone. Yes. Like, I didn't even, no one had cell no, phones. No, where are all the good photos? Oh, no. We bought box photos. Oh. Like, I have photos. It was a box photos. camera. We bought tons of box cameras, put them around the apartment oh, for the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people took all these photos, and then we developed them. We didn't know what was on there. And there oh. were some... There were some great photos, but some of them uh-huh. were like, this lady just took a picture up her up skirt. Her skirt. <laughs> I, I did keep it. I was like, I don't know who that yes. is. <laughs> I want to look through Remember stripper, stripper? I was just going to say, <laughs> a stripper showed up. And you say, how did you know she was a stripper? Because she did announce it, I think, at one point. She was like, I am a stripper. And then she proceeded to leave an amazing Matrix-like faux 
leather mm-hmm. coat there. Stripper coat. Which I wore consistently. You looked through. amazing in stripper coat. Thank you. And I was like, and I called it my stripper coat yeah. because that nice stripper left it for me at a party. Okay, what color was this coat? Black. And it was what like did a, it look like? Was it long? Yeah. Did it have like fur or feathers nope. or something? No, nope. just a black coat. It's very matrixy. It's like a faux leather. It wasn't too oh, long. It was like okay. not. It was like a trench, like trench. It wasn't light. school shooter long, but it was like. <laughs> no, it was like. Um, yes. It was like mid thigh. <laughs> Come on. Like I everyone ran, was thinking. I ran into an old boyfriend in that coat, and he was like, "You look great," and I was like, "It's, it's a coat." coat. <laughs> oh yes. And I was like, "I know, I do." Oh, in the 90s, there's so many good stories. The stripper coat fell apart, by the way. Like, I probably still have it today. I'm not surprised. It really got, I got the maximum use out of it, and one day it fell apart, and I was like, I think I just need to let this go. There's really nothing like a great coat. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, when it falls apart, it is a sad day. It is. Because it isn't always easy to find. And you know what? All of my best, most awesome coats have been just procured, like a thrift store, mm-hmm. or like you said, someone leaves it at your house, mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like... It's almost like you can't find your own good coat. No. It has to find it you. Has to yes. Find and once it does, it's so good and also so so hard because you know you're going to have to part with it at some point. <laughs> and it's always a phase. Like Totally. And yeah. there's there comes a time like the leopard coat, like I can't wear yeah, it. Yeah, I have a coat like that and I can't wear it anymore. Yeah. But it's still there. Why exactly. can't you wear it anymore? It, I put it on the other day we were going to a fashion thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe I can pull this off. And I, I looked like Courtney Love from the '90s. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, and you just know, like, yeah. like it's like, um, it felt like a costume. It felt like a costume, and I looked ridiculous. Like you feel like I don't think I yeah. can pull this off. You can't pull it off if you're asking yourself that. Exactly. You can't. It's kind of like there was a time where I was wearing too short of a dress, and before I went to work, I said, <laughs> I wonder if this is too short for work. Guess what? Everybody out there, if you have to ask, mm-hmm. yes, it's too short for work. <laughs> Got to work, and my manager actually came up to me and was like, did you bring a lunch? And I was like, uh, yeah, why? Because I can get it for you and bring it to you. What? what? Because I think your dress is too short. <gasps> is that a male or a female? It was a female, but she also, Still. there were some issues with her other aside but it was just interesting because it was like I mean I'm confused by this I, if she that didn't woman, want me moving around she wanted me to stay in my cube <laughs> if she would have said that to me I'd be like I, you're going to have to spell this out for me because I'm very confused right now what you're trying yeah. to say and, and then I felt it. horrible like the whole day and I just wanted to go home like I felt but just just a word to the wise everyone if you feel like you have to ask yourself it is <laughs> it is just short. like can I pull this off no, no. <laughs> The answer is no, you can't. <laughs> Public service mm-hmm. there. And wear black. That's always the answer. Totally. Because <laughs> that's what I did. I just put on a black velvet dress. I'm going to dress. a wedding today, and... You are? Yes, and I'm sure that when this person planned their wedding, and they thought they're going to have their wedding on May 18th... Crap. Outside? I'm, it's not outside, oh, good. but I'm pretty sure that they imagined a different situation than we have with a high of 40, 47 today, yeah. and it's gray, and... Mm. I'm going with black. Yeah. yeah. Because you know what? I'm not going to wear something that's like springy today. <laughs> yeah, today's a real downer. So like, it? again, black. It's chic. It's, you know, 
You can't go wrong. I'm throwing in a little, like, you know, fun, so it's not, like, a funeral look, Mm -hmm. per se. I I love a good funeral look. Actually, my friend... (laughs) (laughs) My friend Shelly talked about... uh, I don't want to, like, spill the beans on her business idea, but I don't think she's actually going to do this. But if if someone wants to invest in this, contact me, and I'll hook you up with Shelly. Shelly's like, it's so hard to find something appropriate for a funeral, and it's always last minute that you have to go get it. She's Truth. like, I want to open up a clothing store just for funeral clothes. I love it. It's brilliant. It is so genius. Because you have to, like, sometimes black clothes are too, you're like, I don't want to be sexy at a funeral. But you know what right. else it needs to be? I feel like it needs to be, like, rent the runway almost, where it's all through, like, you go online, they send you some things, you choose them, because again, it's last minute. Right. And you're not exactly going to be able to go out and get something. So it's like, here, I'll just have this stuff sent to me. That was like I had to dress in all black for when I was a talent wrangler. And I just went online. I bought a ton of black stuff, <laughs> had it sent to me, and then just... Because I didn't have time. Yeah. No, that's a try good... try on umpteen. I'm going to tell Shelly about that. There, there's also going to be that service. So... Yeah. I don't know how we got on the funeral clothes, but... Because I'm going to a wedding. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a ton of sense. Right. I was going to... We talked about this. You and I talked about this. You know how you used to be able to go into a thrift store and find, like, amazing Levi's from the 70s? Yeah. Like, men's Levi's? those 501s? Those b- brilliant things from the 90s that just felt like they were a dime a dozen? Yep. Are those all and gone? And now they're all yep. on Etsy and they're hundreds of dollars. Yep. Like, that will never be But you be can't a thing. try them on, which is key. Yep. So it's becoming that. And I think that's why my business was successful in the beginning. Because here it was still nobody nobody was doing what I was doing. And so yeah. I could go into any thrift store and it was like ridiculous. Yeah, and the now stuff it's a that you order. find. And yeah. still the stuff that you find because Alicia I count will... I basements at this point. Yeah, and Alicia will... Um, she'll post on her personal social media. She'll say like, oh gosh, this is a good find or look what I found today. And it's like... Sometimes you just, like, can't believe it. But but truly, if you've ever thrifted, and I'm, you know, probably, like, maybe an associate's degree level to your <laughs> doctorate of thrifting. Um, but I'm specialized. You're specialized. Yeah. And it's like when you walk into a thrift store, sometimes the stuff you can find is truly amazing. Yes. And so for you, I can imagine the gems that you find, but then you'll post them when you're so excited, and it's like... Yeah, that stuff is out there. I should start posting Tyler's t-shirts when he comes home from the thrift stores because he yes. gets some real amazing t-shirts. Like, I can't remember. I think there's like soccer. Is there a soccer mom one that you have? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to... <clears throat> <laughs> Hastings soccer mom or something. Like yeah, there. I'm going to start doing that because... That was Tyler. You guys got to hear Tyler. He is... <laughs> Tyler's so cute. Our ever-present... Um, Audio producer, engineer. He's now stays with us during the podcast, which is like a huge and he's so cute, huge thing. He's so sweet. He's so cute. Oh, Harrison had to come over because he heard someone <laughs> he's was jealous. Cute. Because yeah. yeah, he's like, I'm so the cute, cute one, cute. not dad. Um, also, Tyler's maybe slightly upset with us because we blew out the mics right before we, we started. Yeah, I screamed into the mic. Um, so that's funny. Because I hacked into the mic. So I miss the days where you could go in and buy like five pairs of Levi's and oh just go gosh. after school and go to the Value Village in mm-hmm. New Hope. Truth, yes. Where my sister Melissa worked for many years, yes. by the way. Remember when your sister was like, you need a sailor suit? Like she was obsessed with me having a sailor suit. Yes. Yeah. 
I can see you in an actually like a sailor jumpsuit with like shorts. I'm too like fat now to wear a jumpsuit. Stop. No, it. it's the truth. Stop it's it. fine. It's fine. I mean, I don't mean to be body <laughs> shaming or myself or anything. It's just not. No. So what you're saying is you don't feel comfortable. Do you think in I would not feel comfortable in my jumpsuit anymore? Do you think there is a jumpsuit though that you could pull off, or just not that particular no, one? I don't think so. I think sometimes too you have to compare like you're comparing what you used to look like in a jumpsuit exactly. and it's just you don't want to go there. That's it. You don't want to you could yes you could find a jumpsuit that would fit you and others may say oh my gosh you look so cute in your jumpsuit. I was However, a jumpsuit queen. Do you want to know what I wore in the in the early early 90s? This is embarrassing but a lot of people wore them. I went to high school out in bold 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 rural <laughs> Minnesota, okay? And I wore Melissa would be proud. Yeah. A red corduroy, mm. puffy bubble, like mm. uh, like Michelle Tanner. Yeah. Sailor jumpsuit. Cute. To school. Cute. That Adorable. went over terribly, I'm sure. You can imagine. <laughs> like, Did you ever wear that again to sh- school? All the time. Did I give a crap? I did not give a crap. Good Shoulder pads, sailor collar. Love it. This I is actually it. bringing us into... Something I wanted to say, because yesterday, Alicia, you were just living your life. And Tova was living her life. Tova, her daughter, it. was living her life. And she, Alicia, posted this really adorable photos of Tova and her fantastic outfit that she had chosen. And Alicia just, like, had this most awesome post. And I just loved it. And I'm actually going to read just the end of it, because the quote is, like, truly fits in with what you just were talking about and it it just like struck me i think it's genius Sorry, i kicked you so um at the very bottom of this post was pretty long and awesome alicia writes it's powerful living in a world where you refuse to conform to make others feel comfortable i encourage this in my kids the difficult part is the toll it can take sometimes dealing with why being who you are Sometimes makes people angry and uncomfortable. Fuck them. Oh, you can swear on this podcast. Yeah, I, I told like Maya that. that I was very. I have swearing. chills, and <laughs> I just love that. Who cares what other people think? Isn't that a great feeling when I you mean, get to that point? I know it's easier said than done. Well, it is. Believe me. But you know, it's saying it is the freedom. Mm-hmm. Once you say it, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Exactly. It's not easy, and especially if you have children, because it's a different thing to have to see them go through mm-hmm. whatever. But once you say it, and once it's out there, you can hold yourself to that standard, and it's not always easy. But boy, is it worth it. Mm-hmm. Why give somebody agency over you to like? be have that much power over your feelings exactly and i think like we can all say that now as women in our 40s the 40s are awesome the 40s are awesome but but our kids that's where it comes into that is again what you're saying with your example that you had but like you're giving that to your children and it's like it's like i think our hope for all the kids is like how we feel right now if yeah. they can get that any earlier than we did, please, please. Yes. And I think, I hope they're getting there. Some of them are with the right guidance. And your quote yesterday, it was just like, yes, preach. It's yeah. okay to be a weirdo. Oh, please be a weirdo. Please be a weirdo. It's, Don't dumb that down. Yeah. No. Because it's yeah. actually not going to translate well anyways. Exactly. If you're trying to be someone you're not, 
it doesn't come out well and you're not going to you're not going to get to the good stuff. It's like trying you... to wear that old sailor suit that doesn't fit you Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. That sailor suit don't fit anymore. Listen. It's just not going to happen. Time to move on. And yeah. celebrate. Give it to someone celebrate else. Celebrate what yeah. it was. Yeah. Celebrate yeah. what it was. Own that you had that moment in that sailor suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And now we can move on from the sailor suit. Yeah. And I think we've all learned a lot today. Denim. We learn a lesson at the end of every episode. <laughs> Yeah, we laugh. Yes, <laughs> and I think I think this has been of many many lessons here today. And yeah. I mean, just being yourself. Be yourself, and do things that you really love. Yes. And quit you, the Girl Scouts if you need to quit, quit the, the Girl Scouts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you guys need to quit something, hit me up. I'll I'll talk you into quitting anything. And also, you're the master. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Yep. Yeah. I had an enough is enough moment with you too. Like I think I was crying over someone in the hallway and you're like, I'm going to bed now. And that was the best thing for me. I left a mean message to that person. I remember. <laughs> sometimes, a mean message. Sometimes you just need a good roommate to say, yeah. close the door and say, I'm going to, going to bed. You should do the same. Mm-hmm. You're the best. You're the best. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Alicia. Can you please, one more time, give us a, tell us where we can find you? Leishilu.etsy. Perfect. I uh, I pinned it down to what my actual web address is. Awesome. That's important. (laughs) We'll link to it on the page. And then also, I'd love to, like, put some pictures of amazing stuff that you find because it's such, we say vintage, and I think everybody gets a different picture. Like, oh, Harrison's like, I know what vintage is. I know. (laughs) I've seen vintage. He's yes, he's he's quite the fan, by the way. He's a good boy. He is a good boy. Um, We'll put links and we'll put photos, and it'll be people will be able to find you. Awesome. So as always, everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Please subscribe. Please give us a five star review if you're so inclined. Tell a friend. You can find (laughs) us on all social. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And our website at thespiritof77.com. That's it. And Harrison says, peace out. High five. We high five at the end.